to Chicas and Chisme. We are your hosts. I'm Carla. And I'm Angelica. Welcome back, you guys. So today, what are we talking about, Angelica? We, well, first of all, hi, welcome back, guys. Uh, we're talking about our healing journey, right? Mm-hmm. Are we going to cry? I hope not. I don't feel like crying today. I don't feel like crying. I feel so happy. Honestly, I- We have I've, come yeah. a freaking long way. Such a long way. Honestly, it's been amazing and, and it's been a journey. And I, I wouldn't change anything because mm-hmm. looking back, I'm like, wow, like it has been such a journey. Absolutely. And I wouldn't change anything either. I mean, I think that, no, I wouldn't change it. I was going to say, I, I would probably go back and, and not meet the certain people in my life but then I wouldn't be here, right? No, it's like they say, like people are either like here for a moment to teach you a lesson or, you know, or a lifetime. So the whole lesson, the whole lesson thing, I'm, <laughs> I'm like 50, 50 on it. Like sometimes I'm like, wow, I know exactly what I learned from that. And then, and then it's like, really another lesson? Like, <laughs> God, but then I was thinking the other day, okay, so when you... For instance, if you're getting your driver's license, if you're, you know, like me, I'm a cosmetologist. I had to go get certified, right? I got to pass a test. You don't pass it. You got to take it over again. You don't pass it. You got to take it over again. So I feel like with life, it's the same thing. Like God sends you these lessons and he's like, eh, you fail. <laughs> got to do it again. Let me send it to you again. And, and I think a lot of us go through that. Well, he sends it in different forms, right? And then different, like they, <laughs> they come in different packages. So until you learn it, right? And then he'll test you. He'll test you one more time and then you pass and then you go, cool. You got, you elevated, right? Yeah. Like, let's you, move get on. you get certified. You get certified in that, in that lesson right. that there's more to come. Jeez. Like really Lord, really God, <laughs> do I need more lessons? Like, come on. But, but you know what? But I, yeah. What? I was going to say, I feel like we don't really start learning the lessons. <laughs> we don't really start learning the lessons until we really hit rock bottom. With our experiences, because it's so easy to blame other people. It's so easy going through life and going, this person did this to me, or this happened to me. And and people do do things to you. No, 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 no. I understand that, but you can't grow from that. No, no, right. Yeah. And so I'm saying our journey and our responsibilities to our own growth, right? In our journey. And if we're living our life being victims and going, this happened to me, this person did this to me. And I was a victim. Wait, let me finish my (laughs) thought process, Carla. Hold on. And I'm saying like, if we're living our lives looking at what other people have done to us, as opposed to what happened and how we contributed or how we can grow from it or how we can look at it from a growth mindset or how can we be better prepared for something like that or how we would not do something like that in the future or how we would protect our loved ones. Like if we don't look at it as a way to elevate ourselves and we just get stuck in this victim mentality, then, then we're doing ourselves a disservice. Yeah. And I think when, when I hit my rock bottom, that was my mentality. This whoever, right? So-and-so did this to me. So-and-so treated me this way. So-and-so. And I was like, them, 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 
And slowly, I started to realize that this was obviously a lesson, right? Yeah. And that's when I decided to really put in the work of healing myself because I knew that by putting a Band-Aid on the wound, it was never going to heal. It was just the wound is always going to be there and I'm always going to, it's always going to hurt and I'm always going to end up in same situations. Yeah. So I started my healing, ¿cómo se dice? My healing process. Your healing process, your healing journey. journey. Yeah. Right. And yeah, it sounds, you know, corny like AF. Cliche, yeah. Yes. But <clears throat> I feel like my rock bottom was was necessary. Honestly, without the rock bottom, I would have kept making excuses uh-huh. for myself uh-huh. and for really looking inward and figuring out why I was tolerating certain behaviors, why I was making excuses for other people, why I kept accepting certain behaviors in my life. Mm -hmm. And once I started realizing like, okay, this is how you want to be treated, you know, Mm -hmm. you also have to like know what you're worth. Right. So, but that takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of Mm self-discovery. And I find like, the, the reason why I wanted to do this episode is for our listeners. Like if you're going through a tough time, just know that it's just the beginning of something beautiful because if you can okay, take yes, responsibility but, okay, exactly. for your own healing yes. and go out and get the help that you need. And that, and that comes in different forms, right? Some people need someone to talk to. Some people need a life coach. Some people need a books to read on the topics, right? Mm-hmm. Some people <clears throat> can use, um, like maybe use forums like on Facebook or whatever where people are going through the same exact thing. Anything, anything. I, I'm telling you, you are so right because I I told myself no more. Yeah. No more. It is time for my life to change because everything that I was doing was was not, it wasn't working. No. So no. for me, I did it all. Yeah. I, I, like you and said, therapy, I read the books. Yeah. I went to therapy. Yeah. I saw a life coach. My life coach, oh my God. <coughs> my life coach has absolutely done magic in my life. Yeah. She, she made me so uncomfortable. Yeah. So where I was like, I don't want to see her because this hurts. Mm-hmm. And this sucks. And I don't want to talk about this. And I don't. And she would make me do things that I'm like, you are psycho. No, <laughs> she wasn't psycho. She knew exactly what she was doing. Yeah. I read no, books. I remember. Yeah. I prayed a lot. Oh, like, yeah. Prayer. Oh, my goodness. It's huge. I remember like journaling a lot too. my own thoughts, my own feelings. Um, and I, I tested myself a lot. So like in certain cir- circumstances and situations, let's say I, I went on a date and the person was pushing my boundary. And then I would push back going, no, I'm not going to do that. I would be so proud of myself for those little wins mm-hmm. because the old version of myself would have allowed it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so little things like that, I started like learning from, from my own experiences going, wow, I am growing. I do see growth in myself and my person. You know, <laughs> I, I, I don't care if I disappoint someone, if that means putting myself first and making myself feel comfortable and making myself feel safe. Mm -hmm. Right. Or like what's a priority to me or what's a, what's something that's important to me and my values and my morals, Mm -hmm. you know? And so 
I, I took me a long time, you know, mm-hmm. I'm 39 years old. You know, it took me a very long time to learn that lesson that it's so important to fall in love with yourself and then know what you need in a relationship, what you need from others, mm-hmm. not just a romantic relationship, but like friendships and family, family, everything, boundaries, boundaries yes. what, what you want from them, like what you want to give to them and them back, but like in a healthy environment, healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that really comes down to really knowing yourself and knowing what you'll tolerate and what you won't. And when, when you communicate that to someone, do they respect that or not? So if they do, then you continue having a relationship with them. If they continually disrespect you, then you have a decision to make. Mm-hmm. And that decision will show you whether you love yourself or not mm-hmm. because you have to come first. You know what I, <clears throat> what I learned um, with the whole loving yourself? And I guess I didn't love myself for a long time, right? I did it. So what I have come to realize and learn is like, okay, just bear with me. So we love our kids, right? Of course. We put our kids first. Always. We protect our kids. Like I'm always like, I'm, yeah. I don't like confrontation. I don't like, you know, I don't like to argue. I don't like to do any, well, whatever. Maybe I like to argue a little bit, but no. <laughs> but when it comes to my kid, I'm a complete different person. Like when it comes to my daughter, I will confront anyone and anything and I will, I, so I started thinking about myself like that. I'm taking care of myself as if I'm my child, yeah, as if I'm like your my inner kid. child. So I am loving myself. I am protecting myself. Mm-hmm. I am putting myself first. I am, you know, you, you want to hurt me? I'm not going to allow it because I'm going to protect myself. <coughs> you want to come for me? I'm not going to allow it because I'm going to put myself first like mm-hmm. I would as, with my daughter. Yeah. And, and it took a little while for me to get it. Mm-hmm. And then when I got it, I was like, holy crap. Like I yeah. want to take care of myself. I want to protect myself, my yeah. feelings, my heart, m- m- everything. Well, I just, you know, it's you talking about this, like your inner child and stuff. It just reminded me of something that I learned like maybe a year ago or something. I can't remember if it was in like in school or what, but it was like imagining yourself as a child and you're in your room. And you're approaching yourself as the adult version of yourself. And you, you're looking at yourself and you're just mm-hmm. a little child sitting on, mm-hmm. the, on the bed looking down and you're sad. What does that little girl need to hear from the adult version of yourself? I the love adult, you. The adult that's in that room, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone has a different answer. Like right. You really have to like ask yourself, what did what that do person you need? need? What, right. What does that kid need yeah. and in that moment? And for some people, it's everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Or I love you, or you're enough, or you're beautiful, or you're amazing. So guess what I do? Huh? I tell myself all that stuff. And it's so uncomfortable. My coach used to tell me, stand in the mirror and tell yourself, <laughs> oh, I know. you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Whatever you need to tell yourself. And in the beginning, I was like, I would tell, I would, <laughs> I would sit there and be like, girl, look at you. Damn. And then I'd be like, you're an idiot. <laughs> you aren't. And I'd walk away. I'd be like, forget it, forget it. I'm so uncomfortable. But now it's like, I do it everywhere. I was oh, at my yeah. sister's house and my sister has a big mirror. And my niece is sitting to my left. My daughter, my, my daughter, my sister's sitting to my right. And my niece is looking at me like, yeah, why are you looking at yourself in the mirror? I'm like, girl, because I am beautiful. Look at you. And I kept saying, yes, girl, look at you. Yeah. And, and it comes to a point where I'm like, 
Yes. And I'm not saying physically. No, no. I'm saying like, like as a person. You have, I have come a long way. Yeah. And, and somebody tried to tear me to the ground. I don't think they realized that, that they were doing, they were that, doing no. that because they are. Anyway. They're dealing with their own stuff. They're yeah. dealing with their own insecurities, their own stuff. But they were doing that to me. And I was allowing that person yeah, to and it do was tearing that to me. Apart. And it was it 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 made me feel like I wasn't enough. Like what what am I doing wrong? Why can't mm-hmm. this? Per- what can I make? Like I was such an idiot because I was like, what can I do? Maybe if I say this, this person will make me feel like this. Maybe if I say this, yeah. he'll come back or <laughs> they'll you're... come back. And I was like, and now thinking back, it, I'm ashamed of myself. Don't be ashamed. It's a journey. And it's it's because at the time you weren't this version of yourself, right? Have compassion for that person because the reality is that person doesn't know what you know now. Had you known then what you know now, that wouldn't have happened, but right. you didn't know. So have right. compassion for that version of yourself and say, I'm here for you. I know it's easy to be like, let me be there for the child version of myself, yeah. but be there for a version of yourself a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, whenever it is that you needed that this version of yourself, yeah. be compassionate for that person because they didn't know what they know now and they had to go through what they went through to become who you are now and and what you 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 were with me through that through that process through everything yeah. that I went through and and I don't know seven eight months ago I was miserable I was so unhappy I was so heartbroken and I think about it now and I smile <laughs> and my heart feels like I'm so happy like mm-hmm. I'm just so like Holy crap! I overcame that, and yes, I mean, I'm sorry. It was a it was a broken heart. Yeah, you know, it was and, it and was a broken heart, and I was just like, holy crap! I'm never gonna overcome this. Every <clears throat> people overcome it every and single I am day. A, you have no idea yeah. how grateful I am that that happened to you me. You should be so proud. I am, oh yeah, proud, proud, not ashamed, never. A proud. I know, I know, ashamed because. <laughs> Because you like wish you, you would have known I, I better. I wish I would have known better. Yeah, you right? wish you I wish known I would have not let one person have that much power have over that you. that much power and made me feel the way I felt. And now I'm like, never ah, again. I am in a better place. I am yeah. so happy. I haven't been happy in a long time. I hadn't. Yeah, you hadn't. Yeah. <clears throat> been happy in a long time. And I am just... In whole, my life has changed. I mean, I guess dramatically. I know it's so crazy when you start falling in love with yourself oh, and wow. you start living life for you and understanding. And you start that attracting the right people. No, yeah, and then like happiness is internal. It's not external. It's no. not up to other people to no. make you happy. It's up to you and to maintain that level of a of of happiness and allowing that around you, right? Yeah. And like, if something's here to tear you down, then you don't allow it in your life. Right. That's it, right? If it's trying to make you less than what you are. Right. But I don't know. I, you've come a very long way. You and know? I'm going to get deep for just a second. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get into it too much. But, you know, I, I went through a lot of like stuff with de- depression yeah. and, and anxiety and stuff like that. And and I, there was a lot of days where I'd wake up super depressed, super depressed, where yeah. I was on medication for depression. Yeah. And yeah. Once in a while, I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm a little sad. I wake up, I look in the mirror, and I say, <laughs> "Girl, you're, you're beautiful. You're a baddie. <laughs> you're a badass." And honestly, I feel so much better. Yeah, I feel so much better. I, 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 you know, do whatever I can in my healing journey, 
whether it's, you know, I listen to my devotionals, I, mm. I turn on my worship music, whatever makes me feel good. Yeah. And then I, and then I remember, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm in a much better place. And then it goes away and I'm happy. Cause it's a temporary emotion. Emotions are all temporary, even happiness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's like, where do you want to live? I, I want to live in a peaceful place. Mm-hmm. You know, happiness is fun. I like it, happiness, but we don't always live there. It's mm-hmm. it's unrealistic. Mm-hmm. We have to be content with peace and calm and have that be the norm. And then have things that happen that bring us joy and happiness, yeah. right? And there's going to be things that are very appropriate for them to be sadness, right? Like, for instance, someone passes away. Right. Okay, you have grief, right? Or you lose your job. Okay, you have grief. Or you have sadness or disappointment or you applied for a few jobs and it didn't turn out. Or you are dating someone and you broke up and it didn't work out. Okay, yeah. yes, you're allowed to be sad. Those are very human emotions, yeah. right? But 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 to have it bring you so below that to it, let it like consume the, you. Yes, and change who you feel you are. Mm-hmm. That's where the problem lies, but unfortunately like when you don't love yourself, that's what happens, right? And so for listeners out there that are going through tough times, just know we've been there. We've been there. Mm-hmm. We've been there more than once, right? More than we want. want. Yeah, we've been there and through that process, through that journey, we've learned a lot. And I, I mean, for me, for instance, going through, you know, two divorces and, oh you know, relationships that have failed, you know, you, you can literally get into the spiraled mindset, right? Of like, oh, everything sucks. I suck. I'm not good at this. I'm blah, 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 blah. And like, just do the spiral downhill, right? right. And so, <clears throat> but instead it's like, no, everything has taught me a lesson I'm going to pick myself up. I know what I'm worth. I love myself. Um, And it's baby steps, knowing that it's not a race. It's a marathon. I started therapy. I started hanging out with, you know, other single ladies that have gone through similar things. So I didn't feel alone. I um, started researching healthy relationships, toxic relationships, understanding how, what, what I did because it's it's a cycle. So it takes two people, mm-hmm. right? And so like, how did I contribute to that toxic relationship? How mm-hmm. did I become toxic being in a toxic relationship? How did I allow these things? And being able to learn from them and grow from them because ultimately I do want to be in a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, I want to be healthy, period. Yeah. And so it just came from like doing a lot of research. Things would trigger different things. Like I'm like, oh, anxious dating. Like I have anxious, I'm anxious, I'm an anxious dater. Mm -hmm. So let me go do some research on anxious Mm -hmm. dating. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, there's all these books. There's all this stuff. Like, let me learn some more. And Carla here, you should read this book. Let's talk about it. And it's so amazing to grow that way because Mm -hmm. everything's connected to everything else. It's like, okay. Then you go, okay, now I know about anxious dating. Now I know what to do. But you know what's funny that I feel like, how do I say this without sounding like, I feel like a lot of people out there don't realize that they need healing. And I, listen, I, I'm, I'm the anxious dater. I'm like, what, what did you say I have? (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) I have a, what is it? Attachment Attachment disorder, disorder? (laughs) whatever (laughs) issues. Um, and I guess the old me would have been like, okay, whatever. I don't know what that is. And then I'm just going to keep living life and I'm just going to keep being this yeah. person that it, that attaches, you know, and now that I know, now that I know what that means, 
I'm working on that. Yeah. I'm saying, okay, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to go through that. I want to be, be able secure. to say, I want to be able to say if somebody comes in my life and decides, you know what? I don't want to be here no more. Okay. Thank you so much. Goodbye. I think I've said this before. Have I said this before? Or maybe I've talked to my clients. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, there's a, there's a little, I don't watch Seinfeld, but there was a little, um, uh, on TikTok. Yeah. And it was a little snippet of like Seinfeld yeah. and he's, they're sitting at a coffee shop and, and the girl tells Seinfeld, um, uh, I don't think this is going to work out. I think I don't want to be with you anymore, whatever. And he says, uh-huh. oh, it's okay. Like super like. Like nonchalant. Super nonchalant. And he goes, oh, it's okay. And she goes, what? What do you mean it's okay? And he goes, no, it's fine. See, when, when we're done, I'm eventually going to meet someone else. Yeah. And it's going to be okay. Uh-huh. I had a great time with you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I wish you the best. Yeah. And that was like. What? I want to be there. I want to be Seinfeld. <laughs> you want to be Seinfeld? I do. Yeah, because no, for sure. I want to be like, yeah, you you don't want to be with me no more. Okay, I'm sad, but thank you yeah. for the good times and I wish yeah. you the best. Yeah. And move along with my life. I know. Yes, you'll be sad. Yeah. But I'm not gonna, I don't wanna be like crying in bed, like yeah. you know, and and not eat and not oh, sleep yeah. over somebody that doesn't even matter. Well, it's funny because I used to be an anxious dater mm-hmm. and then I kind of flipped over to an avoidant dater. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now I'm more of a, I feel like I'm, I'm getting into the secure part because mm-hmm. you know, sorry. Um, so a really good book that we read that I read, I don't know if you read it. Um, it's called attached and they teach you on, um, uh, no, I haven't read anxious it. people who are anxious, people who are avoidant or people who are secure. Right. And people who are anxious tend to attract avoidant partners. Right. So if you're anxious all the time, right. And then they, they trigger you because avoidant ones, like, let's say if you're an anxious dater, you want to be like, you want them to respond right away when you text. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause you're anxious. Like mm-hmm. you'll send a text and then you're like, Oh my God, it's been 20 minutes. They haven't responded. Like what the heck's going on? I know right now that they, are on a break. Like, why haven't they responded? Like, I know right. their schedule. Then you and start like, thinking yeah. the worst case scenario. And it's worst case scenario. And an avoidant is very like, oh, I don't want to get attached. So they can wait. I'm going to wait seven hours to respond back. Right? right. And so then like they trigger each other. Right. As opposed to like a secure dater, a secure person, they're very secure. Like they don't need you to respond. Like Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he's a perfect example of a secure dater. Like right. he's secure, like it's fine. I'm secure in myself. He wasn't mad at her. He he's wasn't upset. He's secure in myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I started off like after all the drama and all the experiences I've had in my journey, I started off as being a very anxious dater like because it was like my self-worth. Like mm-hmm. why are they not responding right away or like why didn't they confirm or why, you know? And um and then it it slowly started teetering back to like avoidant to where I was like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like if I never see them, I don't really care. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But it was very like a wall. It was like a wall. Like I wasn't really there were letting- extremes. It was too extreme. It was yeah. extremes. I think there, <clears throat> there needs there needs to be some sort well, of balance. Well, which is making you secure. So when you're securing yourself, you're like, I don't have a problem risking and like putting myself out there. I don't have a problem risking it. Mm-hmm. But 
at the same time, I know my worth. And so if the person's not matching my energy, I have no problem saying goodbye. Right. And I feel like that's where I'm at now, kind of. Yeah. I, I feel like I am 100% yeah. there now. Um, or if I'm not I'm not interested, then I'll be 100%. Like, I'm not interested. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But it took me a long time to get here. Well, that's what healing is all about, right? You're not going to you're not going to go from, you know, when you get a surgery, you're not going to get up the next day and be like, "Okay, I'm better." It's going to take time for you to heal. I'm sorry, it's the same thing. That's just the way it when, is. When with life with with uh, with broken hearts, <laughs> with with walking. Um, I mean, as a baby, you like learn how to walk and you fall a million times. Exactly, but you get up and you walk and you're good. But yep. that's what I'm saying, like with healing, you got to do the work. You have yeah. to do the work and I did the work and I'm still doing the work. And like we were saying earlier, yeah. I don't think we are healed a hundred percent. Never, no. The, I think that you continue. It's like a car. I know I'm, I have a bunch of metaphors. I'm sorry, but no, it's, it's like fine. a car. Like you buy a car and you got to maintain it till it dies, yeah. till we die. And the thing is, <laughs> no, and the thing is certain situations that don't happen very often uh, trigger you. So like, oh it, my it like may, it may not happen like right now you may feel like, Oh, I'm like 90% healed. And then like all of a sudden something triggers you that will bring you back 20 years. And yeah. you're like, what the, yeah. why did that trigger me so bad? Right. Yeah. That happened to me. And I was like, I couldn't understand it. And all I could do was cry because I was like, why am I feeling this way? Because it was a big, huge trigger. Yeah. And but you I don't think, even know. I think the crying for me was like the, um, like relief. Yeah. Yeah. Cause sometimes you're holding it in. Yeah. And yeah. all I could do was, I cried for like hours, yeah. hours because it was so triggering. Oh, what? Yeah. And, and it was yeah. like, what the hell was like, that? Why, am I, why is this happening it to me? It took me to places that I didn't want to go to. However, I knew how to manage it. Yes. I cried a lot, but yeah. I knew how to manage it and I knew how to recognize it. And I knew that, okay, you know what? This was just a trigger. It's not, it's not going to, it's not really happening. It's not. Yeah. It was happening, yeah. but meaning like it. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. It was just triggering, and I got over it. You know, it took me a little time. Took, yeah, yeah, no, no. But I got over it because why? Because I've done the work. Because I know, like, okay, this is what I need to you do in order to get it. back on track. Yeah. Instead of just, it, it didn't keep me back. No, it didn't, I wasn't like, oh, that's it. It's Honestly, forever, and I'm done. And it was. It was energy release. And it was information. Yeah. That's it. That's what it was. It was just information for you. But I think it's amazing. I think also speaking of energy release, um, another thing that you and I have done that I think is amazing. Not everyone will agree with it because everyone has different belief systems, right? But for us going to see um, a Reiki master, oh that was like the best thing that had ever happened to us because we went into it not life knowing saving. what to- Life-saving, <clears throat> let me tell Not life-saving, no. life-changing. <laughs> life-changing. And I'm huge yeah. on mental health, 100% because, you know, my profession. But honestly, doing this with her propelled me forward like 100 therapy sessions. It was so fulfilling and and emotionally healing that I recommend it hundred percent to anybody and everybody. I recommend especially it this person specifically a thousand percent because I'm, I'm telling you, I went from dragging myself on the ground to flying. Like she's that's the amazing. only way I can. Oh, that is the way I can. She was so amazing, it. amazing, and she still continues and, to be amazing. And yeah, she you know does. I mean? And I it's keep just, sending people to her. Honestly, it's maintenance. Because I'm a car, and I'm maintaining myself. I'm I getting know. my oil changed. I'm gonna go see her in a few weeks. 
I'm I just it's just a tune up. I know it's just like a tune up now, but mm-hmm. I, honestly, the first session I cried. I cried the whole session. And I think I've cried every single session. I've been with really? her three times, and I've yeah. cried every single time because she's just. She tells you, she will tell you things that you don't want to hear. Like the last time I went, she goes, you need to learn how to love yourself. And I'm all, I do love myself. She's like, no, you don't. No. You need to learn. And, and, and guess what? I went, I came home and I said, bitch, sorry, (laughs) girl, you're going to love yourself. Yeah. We're going to make you love yourself. How can you not love me? Like, how can I not love me? I'm sorry. I'm not sounding conceited, but I'm amazing. I am an amazing person. You are. You know, I, I have been yeah. through so much, so much. Maybe not as much as others, but in my life, that's much for me. You've been through me. a lot, yeah. And, and, and I've overcome a lot of things. And I'm like, I, I, yes, I will love myself because- Why not? I need to, yeah. I, I need You're to special. do it. You're special, yeah. No, she was, a, no, she's amazing, honestly. And if anyone wants her number, hit us up on DM us. DM us. Because she's amazing. She, she will amazing. change your life for sure, and for the best. And she's not paying us. She's just No, great. she's I love amazing. her. Actually, don't contact her because we need, <laughs> we need, we need her to have appointments available for that. us. <laughs> anyway, What else yes. did we do, Carla? Any, any other um, suggestions that you want to make to the All the I want to say is if you are going through something difficult, if you are going through a life, um uh help me out here something like that, overcoming something overcoming huge. heartbreak uh something with parents your family i don't career. know anything yeah. if you don't have a you know high self esteem i don't know anything do the work do your research talk to people um read <clears throat> pray be curious. i am telling you yeah praying has changed my life. Not that I've never prayed. I've always prayed my whole life, but this is this type of praying that I started doing and talking to God and reading the Bible. And, and yes, I curse. Yes, I drink. Yes, I'm this, I'm that. However, I am close to God. And that's you it. You have your own that relationship. That has changed my life so much. Yeah, you it's have insane. your relationship. So whatever you have to do, do it. If it's reading, if it's... All of it. You know, feel, you know what I learned from Adele? Sorry, yeah. real quick. Oh, you're fine. What I learned from Adele is feel your feelings. Always. Sit with your feelings and feel them. Don't suppress Don't them. Don't suppress them. Don't go drinking because I need alcohol to do this. Don't, you know, and, sleep with sleep around because you think that's the no. thing to do. Don't do whatever you want. I'm saying feel your feelings. And that's what I did. Yeah. When I when I went through a heartbreak. That's what I did. I sat on my feelings and I felt it and I felt it. And what did you tell me one time? Feel it until you get sick of it. Yeah. Until you're like, I'm fucking done. I'm done this is feeling it. this I'm way. I'm done yeah. feeling. I cannot see. Sí. Like imagine eating one meal every single day, every single day, where you're like, eh, I'm sick yeah, of it. Yeah, I'm sick of it. Yeah. Yeah. Feel your another, feelings. Another thing I recommend too is understanding that your feelings are not you. They're external to you. They're a feeling. So feelings are outside of you, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like sitting with your feeling, right? Mm-hmm. And saying, okay, I'm going to invite, you know, this feeling and have it sit next to me and going, okay, you feel ashamed. Why do you feel ashamed? And have ashamed speak to you. Mm-hmm. Why do you, why does ashamed feel ashamed, mm-hmm. right? Well, I feel ashamed because of this. And like really get curious with yourself because yep. it will bring, it will dig deep. You will dig deep when you start do asking yourself you questions. Feel like, oh, the feelings. But why? Yeah. But why? But why? But why? But why? But why, Carla? Mm-hmm. But why? And then, and then, and then you answer it and go, but why that? 
And and you will get to the root. You will get to the root yeah. and you'll go, aha. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have aha moments just living life. You're like, oh my gosh. Yes. I remember that. Yes. It's amazing. Anyways, but do the work. Up. We're up on time. And Kaka. we are rooting for, for y'all. You. We are we rooting you for you. Yes. If you guys need anything, any advice, anything, it's just, again, we are not professionals. We would just give you advice. DM us. Message us, whatever you got to do. I know. We love you guys. Love you guys. Thanks for for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.